And then the other thing we're talking about is the Bixby Public Schools and the fact that the, uh, the Bixby Public Schools are going to be operating with five fewer bus routes, and they will rotate through the, uh, the uh, schedule of uh, bus routes in Bixby so that everybody gets a taste equally of this tough situation. Let's find out what has led up to this with Bixby School Superintendent Rob Miller. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us this morning. Um, a lot of people have, have heard here on this show this morning, you, you talk about the fact that your funding from the state's only gone up a half a percent this school year, but costs have gone up about 8%. Um, why has that, how did lead us from that point to having to cut back five uh, bus routes? Is it because you can't pay bus drivers enough? That's part of the equation, absolutely. Uh, in order to be competitive with local businesses and retail and some of the other industries that we have in this area, we have to be able to pay a competitive wage. And with the post-COVID economy and salaries increasing it almost across the board, uh, we have to look at all of our compensation packages for bus drivers, support staff, secretaries, uh, child nutrition workers, as well as teachers, which is the most uh, dominant part of that. But uh, with a loss of funding, in essence, because of inflation, uh, we are our budget is very tight. And so we've got very little leeway in terms of uh, raising pay and compensation in the middle of a school year because we've already budgeted out um, most of this fiscal year. So you don't have the ability to pay a competitive wage to, for instance, a bus driver then? Yes, and that's part of the equation, Dan. But the other part is there's simply a paucity of these people that are appropriately licensed and qualified to drive a bus. Uh, we've had challenges over the past five years in, in trying to get uh, build this pool of folks who could do this. And, uh, you know, the licensing requirements have become more stringent, uh, which makes it more difficult for people to get those licenses. And uh, the people that are interested in doing this, simply that number has gone down. And so what in essence is happening is all of the local districts around Tulsa are competing, uh, essentially uh, fishing in the same shallow pool of qualified candidates to fill uh, the routes that we have. Plus, another factor for us is that we've grown 1,200 students in the last two years. Uh, so we're adding routes and adding staff. And so that strain has just made it very difficult to uh, maintain enough drivers to, to do everything we need to do. So if you have said, um, if a parent can't get their child to school on the day that they're their bus route is not going to go for, you know, not going to run. What do they do? You said contact the principal. What are some of the ideas that you have in mind so that way these children don't miss out on instruction? Uh, absolutely. That's a concern. We know this is a major inconvenience. So that would be our first suggestion is contact parents, uh, maybe work with uh, or contact the principal, but otherwise um, maybe coordinate with other parents. We know in several of our neighborhoods, they're already setting up carpools uh, so that they can kind of share that amongst themselves. Uh, I also want to make it clear that none of our required routes for students on IEPs or uh, students that are 
homeless or students that have uh, transportation as part of their education services, those are uninterrupted. So those students will have uh, transportation no matter what. Uh, this is simply a plan to try and get us through the next seven weeks and kind of share that burden a little bit by having uh, parents provide that transportation for at most five days, uh, but most are just a four-day uh, where they have to make other arrangements. So yeah. that may be family members, that may be friends or other relatives. If they can't make it, we'll just have to record that absence, but work with the parents mm -hmm. so that their child can still receive some educational services if they're unable to get to school. I know that you you know this. Other school districts are using teachers as bus drivers. In fact, we heard from one of them a couple of times this morning. Here's his most recent open mic. This is the teacher bus driver again. I just finished my morning run on my way to the classroom. I don't know how much longer I can keep this up as well because it's really exhausting and it's affecting me in the classroom. I bet it is. <laughs> I can't imagine yeah. doing one of those jobs, let alone both. Uh, what about the idea of using teachers or other uh, employees to, to run some of the bus routes? And that's the, exactly what we've been doing for the past couple of weeks. We've had our director of transportation, our assistant director, our dispatcher, our, our record driver and mechanic, our uh, director of operations. We've had a wide variety of folks picking up routes to fill the gap. Uh, we've just gotten to a point with two additional uh, resignations at the end of October uh, where it became unsustainable, wow. and that caused us to, that was the trigger that caused us to adopt this temporary plan, we hope, to get us through the rest of the semester. I'm going to play one more open mic here. This gentleman's very blunt, um, but he gets at, I think, a common theme that's worth addressing. So here we go. So instead of taking what you got and making it work, maybe some kids show up late for school, maybe some kids have to show up early, bus drivers have to work a little longer. Instead, what you do is you get on radio and TV talking about not enough money, canceling the trap. So um, I think what his point is, uh, you use this moment to make a political point. Is that what you're doing, Rob? No, not at all. It, it, it truly is not. We... Uh, work really hard to try and recruit and train these bus drivers. The political point is is really uh, about just funding a public education. We do have a variety of needs in our school district to uh, operate a school district this size. Approximately 89% of all the dollars that we receive go directly to employee salaries and benefits. So it's not like we're sitting on a nest egg of extra money. Uh, we have a finite budget, and unlike businesses, we can't just uh, add or incur additional costs and pass that on to anyone else. We've got a fixed budget. And so when we have to add additional teachers or staff in the middle of the year, or when we have to uh, add money to our salary scales in order to be competitive, uh, those cause us to, it's a, it is a zero-sum game and that something has to give in order for us to do that. So, but I understand the gentleman's frustration. We're working through it. Uh, we're trying to support our families and communities the best that we can. Uh, but there are times when we simply don't have a solution other than trying to find more bus drivers. And we're very active in trying to do that. Bixby School Superintendent Rob Miller. Thanks for joining us. You bet. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.